This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, and you are listening to Tate Talks. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with me during my show. Coming up on this hour of Tate Talks, I'm sharing the science of stress with some history and tips for stress reduction and management. Also, inspiring words of wisdom in this week's A Thought to Digest. And I have this week's meditation with you uh, with my Empty Your Cup segment. Before the end of the hour, I'll be sharing 15 workouts that you can do from home in this week's What Moves You segment. You're listening to Tate Talks. I'm Jason Tate, and I'm so excited to launch right into this. And I'm going to do, I'm going to launch right into stress right now. Uh, The science of stress, I'm going to just give you a little bit of background into the science of stress. One thing uh, people say, people automatically go to a negative place when they think of stress. I want you to keep in mind that stress is a normal thing. Stress is an, an actual normal animal response. And even plants have stressors and they respond to environmental stress, internal stress. This is a normal way of life. Um, There are a couple different types of stress. There's acute stress, which is a very quick onset form of stress, and then there's chronic stress. And I can bet you know which one of the two is dangerous for your health. Uh, It's the chronic stress, having this even low level chronic stress day after day after day, which is kind of basically what I'm describing the world that we're living in right now in this global pandemic, there is this low level of chronic stress that just is just resting and sitting with everyone. Even people who are saying, no, I'm fine. I'm good. There is, it's different. You know, I'm in my forties. I've gone my whole life living a certain way, doing certain things, uh, and growing and adapting and moving and, you know, uh, you know, making it through school and and all the training and and certifications and careers. uh, And then all of a sudden, life is different. We're redefining the way that we live now. And there's a lot of time spent at home. Um, And so we're all living dramatically, quickly, a very different life. And so it's been, there is a form of chronic stress that occurs right now. So what's happening uh, with stress is there's two different ways that our body communicates within the body. There's the nervous system way, which is through our neurons, our brain and spinal cord and our peripheral nerves. We also have a ton of neurons in our gut called the enteric nervous system. And these neurons communicate through electrochemical signals, which move pretty rapidly throughout the body. Uh, what we see is translated uh, very quickly. What we can feel, if you feel heat or cold, 
Uh, you can feel that, and that's translated rather quickly through these electrochemical responses and neurotransmitters, they're called, uh, from neuron to neuron. And then it's translated by the brain as far as interpretive. What is this that I'm smelling? What is this that I'm seeing? What am I feeling? And I'll be talking a little bit uh, later today in my meditation that I'm doing with you about sensory, by the way. So I'm, I'm talking right now about how we communicate within the body through sensory neurons, interneurons, and motor neurons. Those are the three different types of neurons that we have. And then later in the show, I'll be doing a beautiful gratitude meditation where we focus on the fact that we are grateful to have these sensations, uh, to, to have the ability to touch and feel, you know, and feel and smell and see things. So that's today's meditation. It's so beautiful. It's one of my favorite ones to do. So make sure uh, that you stay with me because you're not going to want to miss this meditation. So we have uh, neuron communication, which is rapid and quick. And we also have hormone or endocrine communication within the body as well. And the two kind of play off each other more than neurons play off on uh, triggering hormones. But hormones uh, last for a little bit longer. Uh, you're familiar, probably heard of hormones, dopamine and serotonin. These are uh, hormones of happiness and pleasure. There's also uh, epinephrine and norepinephrine. A lot of people used to refer to this as adrenaline. Uh, that's a hormone as well. Uh, and cortisol is really kind of the main hormone uh, with response to stressors and stress. And there's another hormone a lot of people are familiar with uh, just because it's related to diet and carbohydrate management, and that's the hormone of insulin. So just to give you some background on what hormones are and give you some background on uh, neurons and neuron communication. So stress is, like I said, it's a very normal process for us to go through so that we can make it through our day so that as, as animals, we can shift and adapt and make it through our environment. However, chronic stress, even low levels of chronic stress, degrade our immune system. They dysregulate and suppress immune function. So I'm sharing this information with you about immune function, about um, how stress or chronic stress can depress or suppress our immune system so that I can share with you some of the tips and studies and things that are important for uh, relieving that stress and overcoming even the chronic stress so that you can improve your immune function through very easy, very cheap, you know, free ways to do stress reduction. And of course, the meditation that I'll be doing with you in just a little bit, that is a, a very free uh, stress reduction technique that not only makes you feel great, but it improves immune function in the body as well. Practicing these stress modifying techniques on a regular basis, as well as monitoring your heart rate variability, can really uh, can can provide more resilience when you're confronted with new stressors. So as something new comes your way, if you have these stress management techniques that you have built into place, taking a, a stop and breathing or knowing that you can meditate and just kind of work through it, 
bring down your blood pressure, bring down your heart rate through breathing relaxation techniques, you're able to handle life and become more resilient as life throws bigger stressors at you. In 1936, a scientist made by the name of Hans Selye defines stress as the nonspecific response to change. And some degrees of stress may be healthy for normal functioning, like I've been mentioning, and even beneficial for immunity. But chronic, even low-level stress, without any type of resolution or coping behavior, is shown to, re uh, to suppress immune function. So keep that in mind. And, and, and this isn't new landmark information. We've, you know, I'm not the first person, hopefully I'm not the first person to tell you that chronic stress is, is bad for you and that it increases inflammation throughout the body. I'm just reminding you and I'm reminding myself the same thing. We need to make sure that we're managing stress. I saw a study once and I think the number was close to 80% of myocardial infarction, 80% of heart attacks occurred after a stress event, uh, after somebody becoming angry or upset or sad. That's a staggering number. It means people are kind of like at the cusp and if they could just manage the stress and have the resilience as things come at them, they can prevent heart attacks. That's what that study showed. Amazing. Amazing. So here's the thing. The process is, is kind of twofold. We have the, I love biology because it's all about on and off switches. <laughs> okay. And we have these triggers and these mechanisms inside of our body. Uh, one hormone to turn things on insulin to shuttle, uh, blood glucose out of the, or glucose out of the blood and into your cells and then glucagon to do the opposite of that. If you need sugar, glucagon is a hormone that's released by the pancreas as well and frees up the stored sugar that's glycogen in your liver so that you can have glucose in the bloodstream uh, when you need it, if you don't have anything to eat. So, you know, the body's got, and then somatostatin actually downregulates both of those. So we've got these great built-in hormone regulatory systems in the body. Same thing with the nervous system. Okay, so we've got the uh, somatic nervous system, which is kind of your waking nervous system. I'm moving my arm. This is a somatic response. I'm thinking about doing it. But then there's a part of the body that operates automatically. And this is uh, taken care of by the autonomic nervous system. So something like your breathing or your heart rate. Uh, you don't have to think about every time you beat your heart. Okay, now, how about now? How about now? Uh, it's not something that you should have to think about, but believe it or not, it's controlled by this division of the nervous system called the autonomic nervous system. Now, within the autonomic nervous system, there's two more divisions. We have sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic nervous system of the autonomic is where uh, what you've heard of is fight or flight. This is boom. Something happened, a sympathetic nervous system is engaged. This is an acute stressor. This is a uh, predator that's, you know, if you're a deer, this is a tiger that's jumping out of the forest and you notice it or you hear a branch crack, 
this is the sympathetic nervous system engaged, ready to go, and there's a cascade of things that happen in the body, stressors, that allow that animal to survive that event, hopefully. <laughs> the same exact thing is happening inside the tiger as well. We're no different, um, uh, but we're not usually hunted by tigers. Uh, we're hunted by, you know, a lot of other things. And then we're sitting in traffic and we feel the stressors of trying to make it to work on time. Things like that that are triggering this sympathetic response, this elevated blood pressure, uh, decreased, um, you know, as far as uh, decreased and suppressed immune system uh, is it's just triggering this huge cascade of different things that are going on through the body that are really geared for your survival at that moment in time. Super important that you understand that. Sympathetic nervous system, fight, flight, or freeze. Those are the three different types of responses, fight, flight, and freeze. Now, if we're in chronic stress, that sympathetic nervous system is engaged all too often. Still to come in this hour of Tate Talks, I have a thought to digest. I'll be talking about the parasympathetic nervous system and basically how to turn the switch and go to the other side. We also have this week's meditation. Stay with me right here on Tate Talks. Health and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. You're listening to Tate Talks. Thank you so much. I am talking about stress, acute stress and chronic stress right now. And I was just sharing with you the difference between the divisions of the autonomic nervous system, where it's broken into the sympathetic fight, flight or freeze and parasympathetic, which is called rest and digest. It's okay to have a sympathetic fight, flight, or freeze response sometimes, but it's not okay to be engaged in your sympathetic nervous response all the time. This is what's referred to as chronic stress, even low level chronic stress, where you're engaged in the sympathetic nervous system all the time, depresses, suppresses the immune system. It <clears throat> um, affects the um, the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. Inflammatory cytokines are released. There is a whole cascade of pro-inflammatory cytokines that are released when you're in this constant state of sympathetic nervous system um, stress and inflammation throughout the body. So one way that you can kind of turn the switch, okay, moving from this over to the parasympathetic response is through these stress reduction management techniques. Uh, I mentioned this hour, I'll be doing the meditation, which I'll be doing in just a few moments. That's definitely one way. 
there's been a systematic review of mind-body practices indicating that practices such as yoga, meditation, mindfulness, tai chi, qigong, uh, relaxation responses, breath regulation, these all result in favorable gene expression patterns that benefit immune regulation. What does that mean? This means that we have about 20,000 genes in the human genome. And they're not all turned on at the same time. When they're turned on, we call them upregulated. When they're turned off, we call it downregulated. This is what we talk about in the scientific community. So upregulated, the genes are turned on. Downregulated, the genes are turned off. In a small study, it showed that long-term Qigong practicer, uh, practitioners versus controls who did no Qigong practice, it showed that these practitioners had 132 downregulated uh, genes, genes turned off that would normally promote inflammation throughout the body and poor health and low uh, immune function. And there's 118 genes that were turned on. They were upregulated of the 12,000 genes that measured neutrophils, which are the most important in fighting infection. So, and that translated to an improved immune response, delayed cell death, and there's several studies that have also found that even gardening may contribute to a sense of mental and physical well-being. So these are some stress uh, reduction techniques. I'm, I'm loving my gardening right now, although it's getting a lot hotter here in the desert. And uh, I'm having to shift and try and plant some new things that are going to make it through the summer. But you know, it's, it's so important right now to make the best of this. Uh, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade or, or you grow lemon trees. <laughs> I have this week's A Thought to Digest, which is really kind of poignant and perfect right now uh, for what I'm talking about. Here's the quote. Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass, but learning to dance in the rain. What a great sentiment, especially during this time right now learning to dance in the rain. There's definitely a storm right now. And there's always a storm, right? Let's just face it. There's always a storm. And a lot of it has to do with perspective. And that really is a very powerful word and a very powerful term, perspective. How do you feel about it? Well, the good news is how you feel about it is really your choice. You can wake up in the morning <clears throat> and you can... Think about your day and automatically go into a sympathetic stress response and go, oh my gosh, I have this going on today or I have nothing today, right? I have no job right now. Uh, you know, whatever it may be, you could be dropping right into that sympathetic uh, nervous system response, fight, flight, or freeze. And what's happening inside the body is not helping you. This is actually suppressing your immune system and making you more unhealthy. Or you can look at that perspective and think about that quote again, okay? Life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Get up, take the perspective of taking anything and turning it into the most positive form you possibly can. Be thinking about this as opportunity, not impossibility. Such an important way 
to kind of look at and frame your life. You are the designer. You are the architect of your life. You get to decide what goes in your body. You get to decide what you think about. You decide how you breathe, what you eat, all of these things which contribute to total health. Our total health is what we eat, drink, breathe, think, and how we move. And that's what the show is about. Coming up, I have this week's meditation, a journey into the gratitude of the senses. Stay with me right here on Tate Talks and get yourself ready for this meditation. Uh, get a nice, comfortable place to sit down, get your headphones on. I've got music and I'm going to take you through this. Stay with me right here on Tate Talks. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. So excited to be here with you today to guide you through this meditation. I'm talking about stress management techniques. I'm talking about breathing, relaxation, and disengaging from the sympathetic nervous response, which is fight, flight, and freeze, and then re-engaging what's called the parasympathetic. And what's so amazing is that you control this. And so right now, all I'm asking is that you let me be your guide, I'll be your teacher, and I'll take you through this. All you have to do is listen to my voice, listen to the music, and I'll guide you through this process. So it's super important that you find a nice, comfortable place to sit down and relax, that you uh, extend your legs, don't cross your legs, that you just let your arms rest uh, either on your stomach or down by your side. You can, uh, I, I definitely recommend putting headphones on and listening to headphones if you have that capability. Otherwise, just listen to me through the speaker and I'm going to guide you through this meditation. This is a gratitude meditation of the sensations. And this week's Empty Your Cup. It's not happiness that brings us gratitude. It is gratitude that brings us happiness. So let us go there now. Sitting down, relaxed, closing your eyes. Feeling the chair or couch or whatever it is beneath you. If you're lying on your back on the floor or a bed, just taking notice of what's supporting you and what's holding you at this time. Eyes are closed, arms and legs are relaxed. I'm going to take you through a breathing technique, which I call the 4-6 breathing technique. All you have to do is listen to my voice listen to the music, and just let me guide you through this. We'll do a nice, gentle meditation, gratitude, and then I'll bring you back gently, and you'll feel great. So eyes are closed, arms and body are relaxed. 
Take a nice first deep breath in through your nose, filling up your lungs. A long, slow sigh of an exhale, letting it all out. Okay, we'll begin the breathing and counting. Eyes are closed, just follow along with me. Breathing in for one, two, three, four, hold. Exhaling, one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, Hold, exhaling, one, two, three, four, five, six. In for one, two, three, four, hold, exhaling, one, two, three, four, five, six. As you're breathing and listening to my voice, thoughts may come. You may hear other sounds. Let them come and let them go. Do not pay attention to them. Do not give them any of your mind. Like a gentle breeze just moving around you. Life will return in a moment. Right now you're taking a moment to relax let your heart rate relax, to allow your arms to feel warm and heavy, to engage our parasympathetic nervous system, to reduce the stress of cortisol in our body, increase the amount of serotonin. All of this can be done through the breath, through relaxation, through gratitude focusing only on my voice and the music breathing in for one two three four hold exhaling one two three four five six in for one two three four, hold, exhaling, one, two, three, four, five, six. Gently breathing and counting on your own now, or just listening to my voice as you relax, thinking about the muscles of your face around your eyes, relaxing those muscles. Maybe you were squinting a little bit to keep your eyes closed. No need to squint, just relax. Relaxing the muscles of your cheeks and your face. Feeling your jaw drop a little bit more as you relax the muscles of your jaw. Allowing your head to feel a little heavier as you sit back or lie back. Being fully supported by what's holding you. 
every breath in and out. So calm, so peaceful. Allowing this relaxation to move down into your chest where your heartbeat is calm and strong, doing what it does best, moving warm, oxygen-rich blood from your heart out of the left ventricle, up through the aorta, throughout the body, delivering this blood to every single cell. So incredible. The heart also pumping blood from the right ventricle over to the lungs, allowing the exchange of carbon dioxide and oxygen as you breathe in, taking in the oxygen from the air around you simple exchange of oxygen across the alveoli in your lungs going into the blood oxygenating it enriching it releasing the carbon dioxide as you exhale this new fresh rich oxygenated blood moving back to the heart where it's pumped out through the body nourishing all of your cells and tissues. The body is so incredible, so amazing. And we have sensation to experience the world around us. Often senses that we take for granted. The sensation of touch, the ability to hold someone's hand know what that feels like as their hand fits perfectly in yours. The sensation of smell, whether you're smelling the air just after a nice rainfall or for some the smell of fresh cut grass or for some, the smell of someone cooking in the kitchen. For me, it's sauteed onions and garlic. Takes me right back home. The sensation of sound, hearing, auditory, to be able to take vibrations from the air and allow them to be processed through these amazing organs the inner ear, taking vibrations, translating that into images, translating that into experiences. You hear a beautiful piece of music and it brings you to tears. When you hear the voice of someone that you love and care about and respect, the sensation of taste, allowing you to experience creations of yours or those around you to taste love 
And of course, the sensation of sight. What a tremendous, amazing gift to be able to capture light, see vivid colors, to see nature in all its glory, far and near, to see the face of someone that you care about as they smile, warming your heart. You smile back doing the same. No words, just a smile. So grateful to have these senses to experience the world. Taking a nice deep breath now in through the nose, filling up your lungs all the way. A long, slow exhale. Gently letting your eyelids rise. Eyelids rise. I'm concluding this meditation into the senses now. A beautiful 10 minutes of bliss right now. Honestly, that was a 10 minute sensation meditation and gratitude and exploration and exploration into breath an exploration into gratitude of the senses, things that we often take for granted. This is available for you anytime you want. You can catch Tate Talks on podcasts through iTunes and through Spotify. You can listen to the meditations that I've done each week for the last several weeks. And I urge you to do this regularly, do this daily. Start your day this way, end your day this way. You're the architect of your life. You decide what you get to do. Still in this hour, I have 15 workouts that you can do from home, which is where we all are right now. We're, we're at home. I'm at home right now. <laughs> doing this show. So I'm so excited to share these 15 workouts that you can do from home. Stay with me right here on Tate Talks. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. This is Tate Talks and this is Jason Tate. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to my show. And this is Health and Wellness. I am one of the experts here in the Coachella Valley. Uh, with health and wellness, and I'm so excited that uh, I have a show, I have a platform to be able to share what I do all day, well, all day with my students, when I have students, and when I work with clients as a health coach, with you here on the show. So I just 
finished up, I wrapped up a beautiful meditation, a gratitude meditation into the sensations, the five senses that we have that are amazing gifts. The body is amazing. It's so cool. And we take it for granted all the time until something happens or something is taken away from us. And then we go, oh, wow, I, I really, uh, I really took that for granted. I didn't realize how much I needed my arms, you know, or whatever. Uh, I've been injured a few times over uh, growing up being an athlete. And you realize real quick uh, when you hurt your back how it's connected to everything else. Uh, and so I'm going to actually use that right now to segue into how to be strong and flexible so that you can prevent yourself from having injuries uh, and so that you can stay strong and healthy during this time. Uh, we're all, uh, the gyms aren't open, and if they were, I would definitely recommend not going to them. Uh, there are some states that I don't understand why, but they're fully open. Uh, the state I grew up in, Arizona, is fully open. I don't think, well, I know the kids aren't in school yet, again yet, but my goodness, what the heck is going on out there? And and there's thousands of people rushing places. No masks. Uh, no. <laughs> so anyway, I definitely don't recommend going to a gym, but since I'm not recommending going to a gym, I'm going to recommend 15 workouts that you can do from home. This is actually from fatherly.com. So I was, I was poking around and I, I like this one. This is really good. So here we go. Number one, sit-ups. Very basic, very effective. Start with 20. Work your way up to 50. Once you're a pro, uh, uh, and don't tuck your feet under a chair or a table for, for help. You need to get the maximum effect. Okay. So just plant your feet flat on the floor and do your sit-ups. Uh, when I started training a friend at one point, he could only do five, do what you can do. Start there, do five, uh, four times a day <laughs> to get your 20. You got all day. So Get for 20 each day and then work your way up to 50 and then you can start your own program of, you know, maybe doubling it every few weeks or something. Crunches, these are a bite-sized version of a type of a sit-up. Uh, they do well for deep abdominal muscles. That's number two. So number one, sit-ups, full sit-up. Number two, crunches. Bicycles, this is number three. Lie on your back with your feet in the air, knees are bent. Place your hands by your head and begin pumping your legs in the classic bicycle motion vigorously for one minute. Okay. And I do also recommend doing all of these things in succession with each other because you want to get your heart rate up. Uh, your heart's a muscle as well, and you need to work on that. Once you're done doing number three, bicycles on the ground, get up and do some jumping jacks. Okay. Keep that heart rate going. Make sure you raise your hands high over your head each time and keep the cardio going for at least a minute. You can do more than a minute, okay? You can, you can probably do jumping jacks for five minutes, uh, but at least a minute, push for two, three, maybe even five. And then go right into squats, okay? Back is straight, feet are slightly turned out, drop your seat, drop your butt, 
to knee height and do two sets of 10. All right. And then, uh, yeah. So that's what, what is that? One, two, three, four, five. Number six, lunges. Okay. Another great for the legs, for the lower body. Uh, start with your uh, standing with your feet parallel. Take a big step forward with one leg, landing with your knee bent and over your toes. Okay. Do not let your knee slide over your foot, but just your knee straight. Allow your back knee to drop down, almost touching the floor, while you swing your left arm forward for balance. Push off your right foot, you know, push off that back foot to return to standing, okay? Or you can push off that front foot and go back to standing. So you can lunge forward, back to standing. Do 10 sets on each side. Next is squat jumps. Bend your knees as if you're going into the squat position. Tuck your arms like a downhill skier and spring off the floor. Jump up, straighten your legs in the air before you land in a squat once again. Okay? And an advanced version of doing this is that you just boom, 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 that you keep doing it. And you can do sets of 10. You can do sets of five to start. Uh, if you really... Uh, Want to get advanced, you can start adding a twist or a half twist, but I don't recommend doing that to start uh, just straight up and down. Uh, do what's within your uh, capable. Another good old-fashioned push-ups. Drop and give me 10 or 20 or 5 or 50, whatever your uh, skill level is at, whatever your strength is at, even one. Uh, and if you're unable to do it with your knees off the ground, put your knees on the ground and do a modified push-up that way. Okay. Another one, bridges. Lie on your back, knees are bent, feet close to your butt, push your heels, push through your heels, raise your hips up, creating a straight line from your knees to your shoulders. Do this 10 times, okay? Next are planks, where your hands are down, and the best overall body weight toning uh, move you can do. Rest on your elbows and your toes, Keep your back and legs straight and hold that plank for a minute. You can jog in place with high knees. You can do Bavarian split squats. Uh, you can do dips. Find a sturdy chair. Uh, hands holding the front edge of the seat. Push your butt forward until it's suspended in the front seat, and, uh, in front of the seat. And your weight is supported by your arms. Bend your elbows and drop your hips towards the floor. Do this for 10, 10 times. Okay. Another is calf raises. Face a wall, place your palms against it for balance and support, rise up on your toes and back down. Do this 20 times, okay? If you need some advanced version, have your kid hang up on your back in a piggyback and do, do that for extra resistance, okay? Uh, and the last one is deadlifts. You can create a deadlift bar with uh, a pole, you can put water jugs on either side and you can do deadlifts that wraps up this hour of tate talks coming up in the next hour of tate talks i'm interviewing a local coachella valley doctor who is on the front lines of this coronavirus pandemic a friend of mine in family medicine and we're going to talk about um you know, family medicine. We're also going to talk about obstetrics and gynecology and health during this time right now. Stay with us here on Talks.